This is the Common Sense Podcast presented by Tamar. I'm your host, Tamar Weinberg, founder and CEO of Tamar, and I will be talking to people of all walks of life who have suffered adversity and overcome to rise above the ashes and now make self-care and wellness an absolute priority. Hi, everybody. Today, I have someone who's super awesome. He is in a different country, and he's actually in Spain. I have Manuel Hernandez. Thank you so, 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 so much for joining me. Thank you very much, Tamar. It's, it's, it's a real pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, I know, I guess we're going to have to talk about this. You're, you're in Spain right now. You're in, I guess you would call it your second wave of COVID right now. Tell, Absolutely, tell, yeah. Tell, us, tell everybody about what's going on there. Like, what's the dynamic? So I'm, I'm, I'm in Madrid. And the first quarantine I, I was in, in like in downtown Madrid, which which was the worst part of like Europe, I, I guess, for a while. And it was kind of crazy. But when the summer came, the government decided to let everything work again for some reason, probably because of the economy of the country, which is not fantastic, let's say. And now it's it's getting really bad. Like I, I, I have friends on the on the sanitary side, and and they're getting worried again because the hospitals are getting collapsed. Um, I even though the viral charge, I guess it's said, it's way way less. It's it's getting crazier, and the fact that during the, during the summer, people were just hanging around, it was hard to watch. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So what's but, your day-to-day been like so far, like lately? Like, for, for example, for the last few months, actually, we've been working regularly. Uh, people is wearing the mask, but that's pretty much it. It's been hard because of the way it impacted our, our economy. Because as, as I said, I, I guess... I guess you know that, but Spain is in a bad situation, both politically and economically. Um, yeah, it's been a hard time for the clients. So yeah. that's that's the the, the we, we, me having to like talk to people who whose whom bis, whose business is about to close or they're having a really bad time. It's it, that that has changed for sure. Yeah, that, that's a change, a big one here. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. And I can't believe that everyone just wore a mask in business as usual. Like it's yeah. Just, it's it's um, crazy. Like in New York, we my husband hasn't been in work. He has not been at work since March, basically since March second. That's that's so intelligent. That's, yeah. That's so <laughs> yeah. And and I see I, people slowly going back, but it's just just to think about this. Um, it's. Like, yeah, wearing a mask is, is definitely one of the best safeguards against the virus. But just to think that that's the only thing that you could do, you got to also pretty much isolate. Yeah. It's got, you have to. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's hard. And recently our our major here in Madrid said that, like, he literally invited people to self-lockdown. And... And here it's it's kind of sad because people is are people is not going through with it, and the situation keeps getting worse. Um, 
that's that's it's crazy how it, how because here is going as usual like crazy and I I cannot I cannot stress that enough like beaches were just crowded um, they opened borders with everyone so it's been people from all over the world like from the, those countries where you can travel from right now and yeah but now it's 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 uh, we're taking it more, more seriously which is great and and let's hope for the better yeah yeah hopefully hopefully everything will this will be it hopefully there will be only one only one more wave and that's it what you're in right now not a third one as they yeah, suggested so. in the past yeah like yeah i guess it's it it has more to do with uh, like people taking it seriously than maybe the vaccine and all i think we we everyone has to like fight for as much as possible and try to to keep to stay home and try to keep um, this thing from from growing yeah 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 cool well talk talk about yeah. your, your story i know you have a pretty interesting story you come like your story to where you are today is i guess your rise above adversity so give me a little bit about what you're doing these days and how you got there yeah so um i have a video production company which is now turning into a kind of a marketing agency too um and it's been really hard like i'm i'm about to be 24 years old which is um, i know i'm really really young but i've been working for the past seven years and i, I come from southern spain which is like a not too good area here and so my family was in a in a bad situation but you know they they taught me to to, to find my goals I guess, like to fight for my dreams. And now after seven years, it, it's been a, such a crazy road in many ways, both for me and for my family. And, and the fact that I'm, I now have a company with, with, at my age is great. And I and I like have so many people I, I could uh, thank, yeah. And including you, I gotta say like, because I pretty much learned everything I know from the U.S. and the the guys you, you the content you guys put out. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting because I wrote a book on social media marketing in 2009, and it was later uh, translated to like five different languages because yeah, everything was behind in the other countries. Sometimes it's a lot more opportunity in the other countries. Yeah, and I like and I like it, it is still behind in many ways. That's why my company became kind of pioneer in what we do which is weird because I've, I've been listening to to these things for years already but here in, it's Spain is different <laughs> as you must have heard and Europe in general the social media plane is still like aggressive marketing and people still don't understand the value mostly I, I gotta say mostly there's people that, that that now are are starting to rise up but no, the the value on the social media hasn't arrived here yet. <laughs> yeah, so, wow. But you're you're yeah, picking it up, and I mean, you're you're able to in innovate in a way that other ways other people don't. So give me a little bit about that 
tell me a little bit about that story because I mean you really did come from what I would say nothing to something now and you have your own company which is amazing at yeah four yeah. basically like because when I turned 18 I, I, I used I usually tell this because I, I think it's representative when I turned 18 I had like a kind of a bad debt regarding a couple of things that happened before I turned like because here it um how how do you say it? sorry like 18 here in spain it's like 21 in the us where you are like you can drink and i have i had a debt that came from situations that i couldn't um like handle at all like it, it, it didn't have anything to do with me in a way so I, I i would have never thought in my situation back there never ever ever that i could not only get out of that but then get to do exactly what i love which is amazing and it's something i'm thankful for every single day for sure wow. so yeah it's been a, it's been a ride for sure yeah well good for you i mean listen you're able to you know overcome your i guess your adversity in a way yeah. that and you're you know you're becoming a successful entrepreneur in your own right so that's that's fantastic and it's amazing yeah i mean I, I i tell people all the time literally everyone i know all the time that they should be doing what they want to do because if i if i've been able to so far given um, how bad the situation looked back then back then like every every single person i know i tell to chase their dreams and just in a world, in the world we live right on right now, which is the internet, pretty much, you can you can do so many things, and people get so stuck on like I have no money or I have no like coworkers or people to work with, or and it's I think it's pretty much all about like chasing your goals till the end, like nonstop, and every day I'm like. I, I still have many, many years of fighting ahead of me, but I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, do you have any advice for, for anyone else? And it's basically don't have regrets, but just chase it, go ahead. If you have yeah. something in your mind, just do it. Yeah, like if I had to put it on a like on one sentence, it will be like, if you really know what you want to do, and if you don't, it's fine, but like, search for it try things and then go around but when you really really know it if you think of it as like there's no plan b for me which was my situation you just have to do it somehow like it doesn't matter how bad the like the money situation is what money wise or or yeah very much anything i i had a lot of problems with the city i lived in and because it's a small city and also that's another thing I, I think a lot of people are worried about like i live in this small town whatever and i cannot do this big thing that i could do for example in new york like it's it's a great city for that for, for that example and i think that just chasing it non-stop every single time doesn't matter what happens you just go ahead do whatever you need to do to keep going and and you'll get there like yeah yeah i i strongly believe that awesome 
Awesome. Well, that's great. I'm so glad to hear that, you know, you knew, you saw, well, of course, you never see it when you're like basically trying to climb out of that hole. That's the, that's the thing that's the most annoying. When you're like in that, the throgs, the throes of the depression, and you're just like, this is, this yeah. is the end. Nothing's going to work for me. And then all yeah. of a sudden, like, it, you're better and you're like, wow. And why did I even look back and think that this was the end? It always gets, it, it's, it always gets better from there. And that's, yeah. that's a really important takeaway. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, you, I'm, I'm, I agree with you like a lot because I think, because I suffer from anxiety and I still do, but like because of that, too many years having it, but I, 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 I'm realizing now that in those like the dark moments you have, if you just get yourself to somehow keep going, even if it hurts, kind of, because I will like everyone who has suffered from any kind of like disorder like this knows that it can be, uh, it, can, it, it, it can absolutely stop you from doing a lot of stuff that you love to do. But if you like try really hard, at some point you're like, oh, like, <laughs> it took me years to realize how much I had done in a way, you know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, yeah, I'm going so well. I'm doing this thing and this thing and my, I'm building my company. It was so abstract and so hard in many ways. But the point where I realized that I was there, that was just worth it. Yeah, that's just worth it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and you just look back at this and you're like, you know what? You, you can never, like, yeah, the anxiety is never going to go away. Like, we all have it. It's, it's just yeah. a manifestation of who we are. But, you know, if we ever reach those down areas with depths of despair, as I want to say, you know that there's <laughs> you, there, there's yeah. no reason to fret because you'll hopefully, you know, you'll know that you'll be able to climb out of it. That's, that's the yeah. thing. And also, I like, something I would like to say that in relation to that, it's that uh, it took me a, a lot of years to, to realize this, and I'm still working on it every day, but when you're that bad, like when you're in those depths of despair, like you said, like if you think about it, it's, there's not a lot in that moment, at least, that you feel you can lose. Like in those kind of situations, you feel like you're like everything is just so bad that it that you that you, you don't want to like kind of leave even at that time. So I I. I'll tell people, I tell people all the time to find their strength there. Like when you have nothing to lose, you have literally everything to win, which is something that has driven me a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You right. know, like, yeah. So it's funny because <laughs> there's been a time in my life where I was just like, and I, I didn't think there was anything to lose. So I would be a drama queen. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> the best thing. But looking back, you know, Honestly, I'm glad I got it out of my system. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, and part of it yeah. was, you know, getting, part of it was being the drama queen because it was in my comfort zone, but a lot of it was also getting out of my comfort zone. And getting out of my Absolutely. comfort zone to get out of my comfort zone in a way that I am now, I mean, I think it was an important, it was an important way to, to kind of proceed. And I'm glad I did it. Well, that's like, I'm still working on it. And I, I'll take the lesson for sure. Because, yeah, I mean, it's an everyday thing, but I mean... I've heard you uh, uh, talk about 
this sort of, I, I love how you frame people, <laughs> let's say that. And look, and the way we feel about ourselves. And, and yeah, I, I absolutely agree, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's important. I think right now, I mean, our biggest exercise, and I'm like, I listen to a lot of uh, this one artist when I run uh, called Fearless yeah. Motivation. And I mean, ultimately, they say a lot of these things, uh, it's, you know, the biggest project of your life is you. So, I mean, it's all about how you see yourself. And that's like my quote unquote framing. It's all about framing people in a way where like it's it's about how I can potentially empower people to internalize themselves to be better because everybody, every, we are all put on this earth for a reason. You just have to figure out what that is. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like it actually works. And like, I don't know there in the US, but not many people here in Spain think like you. So it's a great way of, yeah, of framing it. I, I, I just, I, that, that's what I mean exactly. Yeah, like the way that you build yourself, take care of yourself, you should be in a way the priority in your life with uh, along with all the people you love but yeah and it that's it, I, I it helped me a lot yeah it's just fantastic way of framing it yeah yeah cool um yeah. Well, let me let me talk about like something else because you know just i i would love to like learn about like how right now i mean you know you you're definitely in a better mental spot uh, and I mean, obviously things are a little different with Corona and everything, but yeah. what are you doing right now for, to make sure you maintain that momentum specifically in the context of self care? What are you doing to take care of yourself? Keep yourself sane, knowing that <laughs> yeah. what you're telling me today might not necessarily have been pre COVID times, but tell me a little bit about that and hopefully hoping like, like how that's ebbs and ebbed and flowed or whatever you would say. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I get, I, I get you. So. I I feel like in relating it a little bit to anxiety also, and then that sort of feeling that like sports are just amazing. It's just a way to disconnect, to to let some adrenaline go and some and some energy. Um, I love running, and and I, and I actually noted um, the motivation group, so the band, so. So yeah, I, I, I feel like like doing some sport, anything, it's fantastic. And especially if, if sometimes you're feeling alone, like team sports are such a blaze, like fantastic thing to do. And I guess through sport and also meditation, and it, 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 kind, of, it, it kind of goes, everything uh, all goes together, but like, the point where you start doing some sport, you're tired, you start to be able to meditate better each time. And that that has helped me a lot. You start to eat better, which is also fantastic. And and there's something that I actually wanted to say about Tamar, in particular, like the brand. Oh yeah, sure. Which is like I, I find a great importance on on smells. I, I particularly find them like they're a fantastic way to transport yourself somewhere else. And, and I really love like that moment every day of just sitting down, smelling some incense or something like that. And I guess the meditation will be my strongest point on, on, in that sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because the thing about smell in Europe versus the United States, it's a very, and I've, you know, I'm learning this as I'm going along. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. America oh. doesn't see scent in the way that Europe does and Asia does. Like, there's a completely. The culture of smell is very, for some reason, it's more voodoo. voodoo. I always say voodoo science. No, but it's not something that people are very, they celebrate. And it's societally very, in, in our society, it's very, very difficult. So wow. where am I going with this? It's just, it just means, it makes it a lot harder for me. Because, you know, it's interesting when you were telling me that when you're, you know, you're learning a lot from the U.S. market to succeed in Spain right now. Yeah. And yet... I like you're able to extrapolate the good things from the US market and bring it to, to your country. And yet, for some reason, America America has no desire to extrapolate anything related to scent <laughs> from Europe well. or anywhere else. And it's it's so it it just means that I have a, a harder battle to fight. That, that yeah, like I, I didn't know that at all. But... Yeah. It kind of make, makes sense from the like the image I have from the U.S. like more like more of a practical, straightforward country than Europe, like for sure. So, um, but the importance of like smell here is, it's and also in in Africa, which it's really close to Spain. If you go south, so it's the smell is it's so important. I cannot I cannot even explain it, but I guess the power it has to really make you feel it's so it's it's like it's so powerful just like music in a way but different like the, that moment where you're you're walking on the street and suddenly you you smell like whatever smell you 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 felt like felt a lot in your um childhood and then everything comes comes back that power is just amazing like or the food your grandma cooked, that kind of thing. I, I, I told about the anxiety because it, 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 it's helped me like a huge deal. Just the, the use of smell and scent to transport yourself somewhere you feel com more comfortable. That's, that's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Where, uh, where are my American people at in terms of embracing this mindset? It's so hard. <laughs> I need some video. Well, maybe, maybe we need to talk video after the fact because because there's going to be some ways we have to articulate this. And I have you. I have you mentally. You, you're you're in the mental headspace that I need to communicate. So we got to talk about that. I, I love to. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, yeah, like, I, I really really recommend it to everyone and then everyone that's listening in the US, like guys, you really should try it. Just like try to think of a, a smell or a scent you associate with whatever situation you loved when you were a child, for example, or, or just young and try to, to find it again and, and just let yourself go and, and let yourself go yeah, back to that point in your in your childhood, for example, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I will say that there's another way to do it. I mean, yeah, of course, trying to find those old smells is, is certainly a way to do it, like to, to relieve, uh, relive your nostalgic history. But, you know, for me, I'm creating new scents that hopefully have no, no connection whatsoever to anything. 
that I actually love that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You're so right. And, yeah, like create, yeah, I create new so. memories. So yeah, you yeah. associate it with like when you put it on for the first time, you're like, that that's the memory you're creating. It's the mindset, and you're revisiting that throughout the day, and hopefully it'll change you. Like I have product yeah. packaging that's going to reflect that mindset. And that's so cool. Yeah, it is very <laughs> cool. It's just about hopefully, hopefully it's not like oh, it smells like something. Yeah, I'm not trying. Like these are completely unique. You've never smelled them before, so. Yeah. Well, uh, that's so cool because I, 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 I won't be queer, quirky for sure. Like I have no doubt of it. Of it, but I, I thought of it. I, I like. I, I love how you differentiate. I, oh, I don't remember the words, but like aromatherapy and the separate word. Yeah, aromatherapy. So I, I do have aroma, a tagline: aromatherapy, aroma two words, yeah. not aromatherapy, one word. Aroma space therapy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so that, that that difference, like, I love the the thought of like creating a smell for yourself somehow. <laughs> you know what I mean through the through, through the perfumes, like yeah, that, like and like you said, creating those new memories and controlling the memories to hold on to that smell. That's fantastic. That's just great, actually. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> I will see what happens. Yeah, I love it, really. It's going to be a hard, it's going to be a long slog right now, making this happen and really kind of communicating it within my market. Because again, you know, Europe, Asia, uh, India, Pakistan, Oman, like those areas yeah, in particular it, yeah. are extraordinarily, extraordinarily immersed in these incense. And yeah. just getting the American people to find the same appreciation for the nose is just like completely, it's like, you know, I say this, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. I, t I, I tried to get him toward the end. I said, you know, I loved your support on this. I literally needed one more bottle also at the end of my campaign. And I contacted him. He's like, my wife doesn't wear perfume. I'm like, that's not the point. Not the point. You're missing it. It's not, first of all, it's unisex. Second of all, it's not about, like, I didn't wear perfume either until this happened to me. But the thing is, you start something and you start it now, and it might actually help you. It might actually change you. So yeah. why would anyone be adverse to wanting to change their lives and take control over what could potentially heal them and make them feel amazing? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you're so right, and it's so crazy for me to think that in the U.S. That it's not appreciated. Because, I mean, in a way, someone telling you that they can appreciate, for, for example, that a perfume, it's like saying you don't listen to music. Like people will be like, what? Like, exactly. Here is is this. It's uh, both are as important. So, yeah, um, it's it's just, it's just crazy that they're it's it's that different. But yeah, and you can like you say those those countries, you can absolutely travel through the world just through sense. That's just true. Like. Yeah. And it's such a particular cultural and uh, like specific thing. And the fact that you're creating smells that are new, it's just amazing. That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. We'll get there. Hopefully we'll get there. <laughs> you heard it now. Yeah. You heard it early. This is an early adopter thing. And then again, I was talking about the, the virtues of social media years before social media was a big thing. So I, I like to think that I know what I'm talking about, but we'll see what happens. We'll see if the, the reception is going to be slow because people are very, very steadfast in their ways. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, I let's talk about, let me, let me ask you a question. Sure. If you could give a P 
piece of advice to an earlier version of yourself, what would you tell him? Wow. Whoa, that's that's an hard one. Okay. Loaded. So I I I think it will just be I will tell myself to be hopeful. To never lo lose hope. Never ever lose hope. And and just go with it. And and like I, I mean like literally never like I I I I do get there. <laughs> and be to be hopeful, that will be my advice. Absolute. To never think that something is impossible because everything is possible i and i i realize that now and that's just great ah, yeah cool. cool yeah and anything else that we should know um well i don't know i just i, I for sure wanted to to say that i i really send you guys a lot of like strength and, and hope because I I know how the situation is there and and it it, it, it will get it get better for sure and I it's it's been so uh, fun, it's been fantastic to discuss with you the situation right now like from so far away um I just wanted to tell people like uh, we're all together in this like no matter how far we are yeah yeah, yeah, and it's true. It's true. It's like, you know, it's funny. I got, I think I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but early on in the pandemic, it was like early April, and I had already gone through, I already had the virus, I already was cured from the virus, I already lost family to the virus. And somebody had said, uh, the coronavirus has been the best thing that happened to me. And a moderator of the group shut down his thread and said, the coronavirus you should never see anything good about the coronavirus now yeah. only that comment alone uh obviously i took issue with because certainly i've experienced my fair share of loss and uh you know disappointment and everything else at that point but for me the coronavirus has been a horrible thing but it's also been a beautiful thing because we are all in this together and we do kind of we've never been so together and yet so apart and I think there's some beauty in that, especially as a community myself. Like I moved into my community uh, eight years ago, actually in, in a week, it would be my eight year anniversary. And um, when I moved in, I felt very, 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 very isolated. I fell in love with my house, but I didn't fall in love with the community. And obviously that became very, very difficult for me. And I never felt like I was quite part of the, I, I never felt like I was quite part of the family. And then the coronavirus yeah. happened and we started a WhatsApp group and I created an offshoot of WhatsApp group and I ended up creating a means of getting the community fed. And I've kind of had a lot of, a lot of initiatives where all of a sudden people actually know who I am. And it's funny when I started walking around, when I was finally able to get out of my isolation and my quarantine, people are like, you're the queen of the town. <laughs> I'm like, I should run for mayor. But like, you know, and that's something that I never, never would have thought about if not for the fact that coronavirus happened. So yes, yeah, certainly true. coronavirus yeah. has been the worst thing that's happened to us as a collective social society, whatever. But it's also yeah. been kind of the best thing that's happened because we are no longer really bound by our geography because we can't. We have to basically isolate. We basically have to connect. You and I, I don't think you and I would ever have spoken if not for coronavirus. So Absolutely, there's beautiful yeah. stuff there. Yeah, and that's crazy. Like, and, and, and what you say, it's so curious because like you, you've literally helped me thousands of kilometers away and a lot of times we just don't think of the people we have 
around, just literally our our, our community, and that's that's yeah. great that you're doing that now, yeah, and that, and you're helping people right there. Yeah, I, yeah, I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that the, all of this brought us together, I think it will it will change society for yeah for better I this so, time. I certainly hope so. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So well, awesome. yeah. Where where can I have the folks out there find you and learn a little bit more about your offerings and what you do? Anymore? Well, um, I, I put everything out through my uh, company, like through my brand. So if people want to know more, you can go to roadtofilms.com. Road to films and uh, yeah, dot like uh, as in road. Sorry for the pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, go 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 spell spell it out. Okay, R O A D T O F I L M S dot com. Awesome, cool, yeah. cool. That's <laughs> great. No, no, it's not too bad. Road to films dot com. You got it. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Well, so thank you, thank you. This is great. Any 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 other places? And um, no, I think that's it. And I, I, I just would love people to engage with the message that 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 we put out. Like, choose your own road and and do whatever you love, and you'll get there. That that's it. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. I think it's really important. I think we need to pursue our dreams, and we need to not let any fear hold us back. And you know what? Hopefully, we'll have the support of the people who love us. And if we do, just go gun it and go for it. Absolutely. That's yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank Great. you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you all again for tuning in. This is your host, Tamar Weinberg of The Common Sense Podcast. Till next time.